Thought Bubble Audio. time to hate watch with us <laughs> welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate and trains and trains because we love them so much we love them this it's is our... a train podcast yeah this is our second week of infrastructure month and yes. we're coming in hot with trains and only trains only trains trains all the time <laughs> nothing but trains <laughs> Speaking of nothing but trains, what is your train-related parkour this week? I don't have one. I've been doing so many trains, I literally don't have... Um, here's one. Okay. If you want to watch um, cab view trains on YouTube, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the ones um, that are based in Serbia mm-hmm. are really good. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, reliable. They usually have... They always have, like, a little 4K icon on them, and they usually say cab view, and then they usually, in the title, have a count of the number of bridges and tunnels. Yeah, I gotta get into Um, that shit. Yeah, they're the good ones, and they always start, this is my favorite part, they always start with a map Mm -hmm. that shows you the start and end point, Mm -hmm. but then along the way, the, um, like, video maker points out on the map where the longest bridge, the longest tunnel, and the Mm -hmm. most scenic part of the view is going to be on that particular route. Like we needed that on the Bergen line, so we didn't have to we spend seven needed hours on that. It. Yeah, and so like in the first one I watched, the longest tunnel is like crazy long, but it's mm-hmm. like right at the very beginning. Hmm. So they like pull away from the train station and go along the countryside for a minute, and then they're straight into the fucking tunnel, and it's like, oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna be here a while. But then the second one I watched, the most scenic part of the trip comes after the longest bridge, Ooh. which is kind of in the middle. Yeah. And so it that's like a three-hour train. So it's going along, going along, going along. I'm doing my work, like work, 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 work. <laughs> and then I looked up and realized we we're going over a bridge, and I was like, oh, oh better start paying attention because it's coming. It could be coming. It's coming. Yeah. And sure enough, we were in it. Yeah. So, um, high praise for the, the cab view trains in Serbia on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really got to go there. Yep. I've had like two duds this week, but oh, I'm going no. to share them anyway. So, well, first of all, I finished the one from St. Moritz to that's a great one. in Italy and it was, it slaps so hard guys. Top like, five train. Top five train. Loki, like the best part is at the end because it starts yes. driving through all these little towns that are like northern Italian towns and it goes like all on the streets and in yep. intersections and like just hangs out. It's like 10 out of 10 would ride again. Yeah. And Hell yeah. So then I've been exploring some other ones and I've like, you know, we're trying to watch different things. So we have things to talk about. So I was like, I'm going to go out West. And Oh yeah. I this this one, is interesting. It was called the Royal Gorge line or something like that. Yep. And it was, at one point a functional train line that was like used for working and it's in this it is in a gorge and so like you're in this oh, kind of following this river brook thing that kind of goes through it and now it's like a tourist attraction like scenic railway mm-hmm. and guys it was a bummer it was like a hard bummer it like it's cool for a second but all you do is follow this waterway 
going yep. one direction and like there's nothing really to see yeah like the cool thing about a lot of these is seeing like scenery pass you by and when the scenery is just like red colored mountains and one river mm, yep it gets old and there was something like to i think to like a functional rail line versus a tourist rail line that i yep. think we're learning so just some life lessons for all you cab view youtubers i mean i think there. like i think if you're in real life and you have a couple hours to kill and you're in like a new landscape and you go on a scenic train like that's one thing because yeah. you're like yeah 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 you're you're rooted in the place and the time mm-hmm. and the moment mm-hmm. but if you're just like a person on your computer yeah like you're not in Colorado. Like, <laughs> right. I'm in my basement. Right. You know? Right. Like, who are we all kidding? And what I like about the functional trains is that, like, sometimes they do have to go into villages, and sometimes they do run along the highway, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's, like, also you're riding over, like, a three-kilometer bridge across this massive mountain gorge, and it is mm-hmm. beautiful, and then an hour later, you're suddenly in this, like, old overgrown train station with a skyscraper behind it like how did that happen yeah i think like the ones that if you're a tourist you can go ride for funsies but also yep. like you're a commuter and you take regularly and so they're really cool but also mundane like that's the yeah. sweet spot i think yeah it's definitely there we've talked about this in so many other ways but there is something about like the mundane aspect yeah of it like that's what makes it the spectator sport is like the normalcy of it, mm-hmm. but not too much. Yeah. I'm trying out one I'm halfway through right now. It's in like the South of France and it's really yeah. short. So it's like not a big commitment and I'm not loving it, mm-hmm. but all the stops are these like tropical French towns. Oh, that's fun. So like the stops are actually the best part so far and there's barely any like sea views and really what I came there for yeah. before was like the coastal views. So that's... I have to try, but there's this one, um, there's this one train route that I did a couple times when I was in Europe that I want to see if I can find a video of, but it was like a very specific route. So I don't know if I can, but there's this like Hmm. one Vista that I loved. Mm -hmm. I did this route probably four, four times. Cause I think that's right. Four times because of the round trip. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's one section of it that I did another time on a different trip, but I didn't do... Anyway, it doesn't matter, but there's this, like, one (laughs) section that's this vista over all of these fields with, like, a little Mm -hmm. bit of mountains in the background, and, like, I think about it all the time. (laughs) So I'd love to find a YouTube video of that. Wow. Yeah. Some very specific research to do this week. Yeah. We'll report back. We will. Look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kirstie, what are we here to talk about during infrastructure week this week so month the infrastructure that we are bringing you this week is the biggest little railway in the world which sounds like a trivia question but instead this is a channel four show hosted by our friend dick strawbridge yeah this is definitely somehow involved in the inception of infrastructure month on this podcast yeah this was one of the things that the universe brought us where we were like yes we have content cataclysmic conversation we tried to describe last week where it was like all this content was popcorning out of the abyss this was one of them that just like shot Mm -hmm. out of nowhere and smacked us in the face and we were like well we're gonna talk about this one (laughs) so so this like 
combines a lot of things that happen to be relevant to this podcast occasionally. Like, obviously, Dick Strawbridge. Now trains. <laughs> Scotland. I love the thing I love British documentary series. Oh my god. The thing I love about doing this stupid podcast is that like we have such a specific brand that like it shouldn't work and yet there is so much intersectionality to all of it. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> like wait till you get to next week cuz you're going to have an aneurysm like I'm no kidding. No kidding. Like your eyeballs are just going to like fall out of your face. Um <laughs> I'm having never mind. I'm so excited. Um so <laughs> so this show yeah um is at the intersection of everything, essentially. Yeah. This is the the absolute full circle of every Venn diagram of things we randomly love. Yeah. And a thing I love about this show is that this is one of those moments where Dick Strawbridge is a man in the world, mm-hmm. and he's living his life, and he's thinking, I want to do this weird fucking thing. Yeah. And so he sets out, and tricks somebody into paying for it, and tricks somebody into producing it, and tricks yep. 56 people into executing it. And then yep. he just gets to waltz around the Glen yep. and bask in the glory yep. of his insane ideas. Yes. Yes. So his insane idea this time yes. yeah. is inspired by, which we learn at the beginning of every episode and like the lengthiest intro of all time seriously so long we learn that the victorian era <laughs> train people <laughs> could not achieve a railway that went from fort william to inverness via the great glen way and <laughs> they couldn't because the terrain is difficult and yes. so Dick Strawbridge says, okay, but what if it's a model railway? (laughs) (laughs) And so he goes to... The recruitment phase is brief, but apparently he goes to, like, a model rail show. Yes. Like a a gathering. Like a trade show. The train guys. And he recruits 56 volunteers who will spend two weeks on this journey with him. And the idea is that they will live like the Victorian rail people who were called navvies. Navvies. Oh, I meant to look at the history of this. Keep going. Yeah. And so they camp along the way. So rough conditions. All they're doing is laying track all day. And then they're going to take this old steam engine all the way from Fort William to Inverness. And it's going to be this huge feat of engineering specifically because of the scale. Yes. Because scale-wise, it's even more impressive than a regular train. Yeah, scale-wise, it's the equivalent of half of the Trans-Siberian Railroad and the equivalent of a train going halfway across the U.S. Yeah. Yes. And... So, there's some format things, some things about, like, the nature of this show that we should talk about. Um, It's five episodes, it's a one-off, and it's 
Thank God. Just as long as it needs to be. Could be a little shorter. Could be. Could be. Could be. Um, it is also a show for nice people. It's so nice. It's so nice. Uh, the people we're dealing with, okay, these are model railway enthusiasts. And everyone on this podcast is an enthusiast of something. And this, this is something I want to definitely spend time with because it would be so easy for anybody to make fun of these people and it would be so easy for our like joy in the show to mm-hmm. come off as mocking i think yeah but i think where you're about to go is exactly right which is like well you just finish your thought and i'll i'll jump off okay so <laughs> the show if this was made in the united states yes i think it would be made in a mocking tone. Absolutely. And it would be like a spectacle of like, look at these weirdos and their weird hobby and this weird thing they're trying to do. And like, let's all watch this. And what they're doing here is they're giving like all of these people, there's 56 of them. They are on a spectrum, (laughs) both a nerd spectrum and an autism spectrum, which we will get into. I'm, again, not saying this in a judging way, but, um, they, you know, some of them are like, I don't know, I just thought it'd be a cool thing to do, and some of them are like, oh my god, my whole life is railroads, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. And the show treats everyone fairly and is like, this is just who they are. Yep. And it's not here to judge them, it's just here to support them and support their journey, and I think, like... (laughs) Kirsten, well, I had a moment. I'm not going to put that on Kirsten. Where some one of them genuinely read the autistic comment said like a lot of people who are autistic are drawn to are, are drawn to trains because of the like nature of model trains and like the planning that's involved and the control and the like. There's so much information to gather about trains and all this stuff. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why Kirstie and I like treats? As people who really enjoy a very focused niche hobby that allows for a certain amount of hyper-focus, it resonated. Yeah. 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 And they were saying that this was, like, a really good opportunity for them to, like, be able to make friends. Yes. Who had similar interests and similar situations and i think it's it was all said in good fun yeah it wasn't said in like a spectacle of a way right no i mean i think that's that's part of what genuinely feels so nice about it is a lot of these people i think recognize that they have a very niche hobby and recognize that people who aren't into model trains don't appreciate why anybody would put the time and money into it Mm -hmm. and so they like go to train shows to be with other people who enjoy this hobby. But now they have this opportunity to like spend two weeks doing nothing, but hanging out with people who appreciate this hobby. Like they now suddenly have this opportunity to get to know new people and like just spend all this time doing something they love. And I just think there's something like so beautiful and so Mm -hmm. underappreciated in this life about people who just like unabashedly and joyfully love something. Yeah. And there's like, different degrees to that on this show and it's so funny to watch like some of them are very self-aware of like the way they present 
themselves as trained people in the world, and some of them are not. (laughs) And it's so fun to watch them and then watch them interact with each other. And like, and some of these people are like, it are not model trained people at all. They're like professional railroad people. So like, some of the people are engineers, and some of them are people who are just like manual laborers on like for railroad companies. Um, So like, there's this one chick who's like 19 or 20 or something. And but she like, is a laborer for the railroad. And she like wants to work her way up in the industry. Yeah, but she's like, never gone near a model train. Yeah, and she's like, clearly having like a whole time. (laughs) Oh yeah, that guy over there, he's the train nerd, not me. <laughs> like, buddy, we're all here. We're all here. You are all in the woods with plastic tracks right now. Like, let's not pretend. <laughs> okay, but also, let's not pretend that we're not sitting here watching it. Like, we're part of this. We are know? absolutely part of this, and I could not be prouder of that. No, I love it I love so it much. so much. I love this show. I love it. Okay, so do you want to take us, like on this journey a little bit sure I okay like i've done a lot of table setting yeah well i mean honestly there's nothing but table setting because the the whole show Fair. is like we want to build a model train from fort william to inverness um oh important aspects we left out yep um so they only have two weeks to accomplish it yes uh which is what drives the sense of urgency yep and um, they have to get the train there in two weeks, which means the train has to start on a certain time and go like a certain number of miles per day. Yeah. Um, and so the track laying teams have to lay a certain amount so that there's enough track ahead of the train so that the train can make its daily progress, which yep. means that like some people are in charge of um, the tracks and some people are in charge of surveying the places ahead some people are on the build team to make the special bridges and stuff and then some people are in charge of the train yeah our little train (laughs) friend so let's okay let's break it down and talk about these groups yes okay the move so the the four track laying teams yes they each have a team captain yes and they are all like personalities oh my god i love i just i love it i love it so there's like one guy who's he's like very romantically into the idea of model trains and he is like he prides himself on being a good manager of people and that's like his deal. Yes. Then there's another one who's like very young and like probably the nerdiest mm-hmm. train boy out of all the train boys. And he's also like gets very flustered so he's, he's a boy who feels like he very much has something to prove and yeah. being a good manager of the train people is yeah. going to be like his moment to prove it yeah. like he gets flustered about safety and about lunch and it's just <laughs> like this is a, a good time to tell you the thing i found on wikipedia okay which is that at the bottom <laughs> At the bottom of the page, there's a section with a header titled Health and Safety. Oh, no. And it says, uh, this is all it says, Health and Safety was a major consideration on the project. And then it has two citations. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, was that that guy? It was that (laughs) guy. It was that guy. Okay. There's this whole thing where he has this guy on his team who, like, is the crusty know-it-all who essentially, like, wants to undermine him and take over the team. And so the young kid, like, makes them all put on reflective clothes, which 
probably came from the production team and not actually this kid because they're working next to a canal yeah um but they have to like walk over this little bridge and the crusty guy's like i don't have to put on reflective gear to walk across this bridge like (laughs) and the little guy is just running around being like safety's very important (laughs) (laughs) at one point he's like talking to the camera people and then he gets a call about lunch and he goes i'm gonna go that way you can follow me if you want and like runs it's so amazing (laughs) i'm rooting for him so hard but i can't i I can't think of the other teams the third team's leader i don't know that they make an impression in my brain right now i know the fourth team in my head is the one with the other chick who's also pretty serious the engineer chick with the curly hair she's no no no, she's build team She's build team. Yeah. So anyway, there's four trackling teams. It doesn't yep. matter about all of them. Yeah. But um, they seem to kind of get the short end of the stick because their one job is to just lay this track. And this track is like, it reminds me of like toy yes. tracks that you get, um, which it probably is. But it's like you just feed the pieces into each other and they connect. So it's a mundane task. Yep. And they just have to lug these pieces of track around and occasionally like build a angle or something yeah. some sort of curve that's pretty much their whole deal and they have like mileage quotas to hit yep so then the build team is fun they have so much fun yeah so they have like a couple of like the real smart engineer folk yep who have real life experience to apply and they have to go and do like you said like the fancy bridges and there's like what three or four solutions that they have to come up with they have to come up with the bridge over the canal they have to come up with another little bridge there's that one i still don't understand why they needed it but whatever the one over the, the big waterway it like ran next to the canal hmm. it wasn't i don't know it wasn't clear okay. they did it the episode after the hmm. it was in the second episode i think Anyway, they made, just, they made a bridge. They made two bridges, and then they had to make the one that goes over the stream mm-hmm. that, that ended up having one. the the S shape um, because some ding dong thought you could come out of it at a right angle. Um, and then they make the spiral to get up yes. that big hiking trail. Yes, that one. Was... That one is I. So I haven't finished it yet, and I think where I left off, they had just finished the build on that. Mm. And we're running the test train up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so they do these, like, big feats. Um, they're, like, structurally interesting because, like, they basically have plywood. Like, yes. crappy plywood to work with. So it is actually cool to see them, like, come up with those ideas and build them. And they're usually, like, kind of to scale. Yeah. Because they have to be because the track is small. Right. Um, so they're pretty intricate and interesting. And then... Then there's the train people. Yep. Who you want to talk about those the train groups? people like might be my favorite. So yeah. Um. So the train itself is a little steam engine, a little model mm-hmm. steam engine that they call the Silver Lady. Yep. Which is very endearing, and um, it's a real working steam engine. So there's actual gas and actual boilers that they have yep. to fill with actual water. Yeah. Um, so they have an engineer, like a train engineer, that's in charge of keeping the train running that way, like making sure the water levels are good and the gas levels are good and blah, blah, blah. 
And he, like, comes with the train. Like, yes. he's an outsider who comes along Yeah, he, like, train. he's, like, attached to the train. And along the way, he, like, tries to teach other people how to take care of the train. Yeah. And there's varying level of success mm-hmm. there. Um, some real highs and lows in train maintenance. Yep. Yep. Um, and then there are people who walk alongside the train controller. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, somebody in charge of keeping the train moving then there's somebody yep. who actually moves the remote control yep. to make the train go and then there are people who walk in front of and behind the train with like little pickaxes and stuff yep and um make the track level because yep. as kelsey said it's like this just plastic model train yeah. track that you would like buy at the store yeah um And so it's on, you know, bumpy gravel paths, like walking paths and on the sides Mm -hmm. of roads and stuff. And so they, like, sometimes walk along pushing down on the track or sometimes they'll stick the pickaxes under the track and, like, pull it up a little bit. Yeah. And they, like, like, clear stuff off of it if it's gotten, like, brush on it. Yep. Yep. Um, So there's this one guy who's, like, the most in charge of the train and he has to do all of the, like, big repairs on it. Yeah. he i wish i had written down the line but at one point he like monologues (laughs) after one of the big meltdowns on the train about how like he has to keep the train going he has to get the train to inverness and it's all on him otherwise all of this has (laughs) been a failure and it's all been for nothing yeah and i was like oh my god (laughs) this guy needs like a a like i hope he's okay I know. know. Um, And then there was another guy who um, is a model train guy in his free time. And he also works as a just plain like train conductor as his day job. I love this guy. But he also on the weekends works as like a historic train conductor on like a tourist train. And he is he is just a pure little ray of sunshine. I want to wrap him in a bubble and keep him safe forever. But he gets one of those unique people who like. He has a level of self-awareness, yeah. but he's also has a lot of fun with it. And he's like, he's like, I know I'm really into it, but also like, I know it's a lot. And also I love this train. He's just like <laughs> in it for the love of it. And he's like trying to be so cool, but he just loves it. So he like gets put in charge of the train for a while. And like at one point he has to hand off to another team. And yeah. like the, oh my God. the lead of that team is this like kind of arrogant bro dude who I yeah. also love. He is also like very pure and very wonderful he's like a real jamie tart on this team big jamie tart energy mm-hmm. yeah um so the the other guy has to hand off to him and um the jamie tart is like yeah 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 i know how to do the boilers it's fine and yeah. so this other guy's doing his talking head with the cameras and he's talking about how he's like kind of nervous because he didn't feel like the other guy was really listening and just at that moment the train derails and he's watching them and he's like holding his head and he's like he's like i really wanted to kind of follow it along and make sure it was okay but they told me to leave <laughs> like, oh, no. oh. so like, as anyone who's ever had to work on a group project knows yeah. that feeling Mm-hmm. where you just like really coddle something and make a lot of progress and do a really good job and you like yeah. really connect Mm-hmm. with the little steam engine and know what it yep. needs and then you try to hand yep. it off to somebody and they're like i got it <laughs> and they kick and you like, off the no, project you and you're no, like you don't my steam engine oh yeah 
Um, the, he, on the same, like, A-team as the guy who's, like, loving the train. Yeah. There's this other guy who's, like, a Peaky Blinder, and he, he just, like, talks like them, he looks like them, I'm like, okay, what century did you come from? And he is, like, a youth who is, like, into restoring trains, and so he has this, like, knowledge of, like, how to fix them and, like, keep them running really well, so between, like, the guy who drives trains for a living... And the guy who knows how to fix the trains, like, they are just, like, the best team. Mm-hmm. And you just, they care about this train so much. It's so And I got, pure. I was upset when they handed off to the B team. Me too. Like, no. no, you don't love the train like they do. No. You gotta respect the train. Yeah. Um, speaking of respecting the train, should we talk about the double train? Sure. So, um, so at one point, Silver Lady gets sidelined. There's drama. Her engine gets flooded or something. I don't know. So she gets taken out of commission for a day um, so that her little engineer friend can fix her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they call in a little electric train Yeah, that they call Little John, who's just this little square yellow train. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's much slower than Silver Lady, but he doesn't require mm-hmm. the constant maintenance because he's a little electric train. Right. Um, and he's, it's a very thing because that, the first episode where they sub him in, everyone's like, doesn't look as cool as Silver Lady. <laughs> he has the, the yellow train. I keep gendering them, but like little John has to go over the second bridge that the build team makes yeah and it's like this victorian style like it's some specific kind of engineering marvel it's a viaduct there we go and everyone's like it'd be cooler if it was silver lady (laughs) they're like so upset they're like it's not right that this train's going over the bridge And at one point, it's not clear that Silver Lady's ever going to come back. Like, they're not sure, like, how this is going to flesh out. And so everyone's, like, getting really defeated at the Mm -hmm. idea of Little John being the one to cross the line in Inverness. They're all like, it has to be Silver Lady in Inverness. (laughs) And, like, my question is, like, the production team has Amazon. Like, can we not just buy another Silver Lady? Like... (laughs) Can't the train guy go back to the train place that he got the first one from? Like, like, what's our sourcing here? Yeah. Like, well, the other weird thing is there is this one contraption they make that's a a winch. Mm-hmm. No, maybe not a winch. A it's not the winch. The winch is in that section. Though. Oh yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah. counterbalance thing. So like, yeah. they send one train down and then it pulls the other one up at the same time. Yeah, and. They send down another silver lady. They do. And, like, realistically, there has to be more than one silver lady. Like, we it, we all have to know that. Right. We all have to make peace with that. <laughs> but the show, like, really wants to obscure it and make you think that there's just the one. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> the one. So I was on Wikipedia tonight, and I learned... <laughs> and I learned that... They sub in Little John anytime Silver Lady was undergoing service, which we know. Mm-hmm. When steam support engineers were not available on the longer overnight catch-up runs, mm-hmm. 
is interesting. And then this is my favorite part. Little John was also involved in special ops support operations, such as filming from a locomotive driver's eyeline. <laughs> cab view. <laughs> Little John's our cab view train. <laughs> They do have all these little spots for, like, especially when they go over the bridges that is, like, yes. cap view. And I'm like, Silver Lady doesn't have time for this. Silver Lady is on a deadline. Like, what are we nope. doing? That's so. what we're doing. We got little John. Yeah. Little yeah. John's hanging out with the production crew. Yeah. Being a fun little stunt double. It's so funny. So, like, there's all this pressure to get this done in the two-week time period. And so, basically... The premise doesn't change episode to episode. It's just no. like, hurry up and get it built. And so they have to start doing, like, overnights, and they Dick Strawbridge gets mad. He gets real mad about He gets progress. so mad. Mm-hmm. My favorite part, we've talked about Dick Strawbridge very little, um, which is funny because he's he looms big as, like, the overlord of the project, but he's not actually on camera much. No, he's not. <laughs> he's He's there in voiceover, and then he's there when it's time to, like... Like, he's there for some of the bigger crossings. Like, he's there for the canal. Yeah. When they go over the bridge and when they're on the ferry. He just, like, shows up to yell at everybody about it. That is so stressful. He's such a micromanager. He's Yeah, he is like that all the time, though. We know this. We do know this. I don't think the ferry would have fallen over if Dick hadn't been there. Mm. I think he was stressing him out. He was. He was. Um, also, I don't see his whole solution to, like, run around the edge of whatever. Yeah. I don't know how he didn't anticipate that they would lose sol- um, radio signal. That was a mistake. That was a big mistake. Um, but then he also <laughs> does these big, like, crew meetings where he yep. pulls out a map and gets to yep. yell at people. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a good vibe for him because he's, like, playing, like, Mr. Dad over on Escape to the Chateau and then, like... Seeing this other side of Dick Strawbridge is, like, pretty good. I was having that thought, too. Like, I feel like I know him already yeah. because we've spent so much time watching him build his house. Yeah. And now he's, like, presenting a different side of himself here. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, it it made me chuckle because I was thinking about the timeline because this show came out in, like, 2018. Uh-huh. Or 2019, something like that. And there was a season of Escape to the Chateau that was, like, a few years old, roughly in this timeline. This was June of 2017. Yeah, so it came out in 2018. Yep. Yep. So, um, there's a part of Escape to the Chateau where Dick Strawbridge has to go away for work. Yes, yes, I was having this thought too. It was like basically the same time frame and Angel is like not pleased. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And now it all makes sense because, like, you're yeah. gonna go fuck around with trains for three weeks. So I gotta deal like, with this house. Seriously, and going like... to hang out with some fucking trains. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that would have been season three mm-hmm. of Escape to the Chateau, mm-hmm. I believe. It doesn't have filming dates, but that that came out in late 2017. Like maybe it's just happenstance, but in my mind, like that is what happened. It was either that or it was season four. Yeah. Um. But either way, those were. Those were both intense periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I also made that connection and had 
a grand time imagining Dick having to be like, so I've like pitched this new thing to right. Channel 4 and I'm just going to go build trains for a couple weeks. Bye. But like, also it's wild that like there's been no trains on Escape to the Chateau. Like he hasn't built a single train. What are you doing? If you have this. Is it possible Mm-hmm. Knowing Dick Strawbridge, mm-hmm. that he personally doesn't have a specific love of model trains, but that at some point he got into a conversation about model trains and it like turned into a dare between himself and himself. Yeah, I mean, that's probably you know? accurate. Like, he loved yeah. an engineering feat. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about like when he saw the, um, like robot elephants at the museum, so then he just like had to build one. Or, like, when he had to build a space elevator. <laughs> yeah, he had to personally design <laughs> his, like, ATM shoot yeah. elevator in his yeah. turret. Yeah. Like, I think the train is just a natural extension of his own, mm-hmm. like, desire to make things whatever the cost, regardless of his own yeah. personal investment in the endeavor. I think that's right. Um, do you want to talk about his tantrums? Because... They're really, it's Yeah, good, I mean, we should touch on his tantrums. Um, so the looming timeline becomes, like, more and more of an issue. And I believe it's, like, a permitting issue because they have, yeah. the record they're going for is the lo- the railway, not the train trip. Yep. So it's important that the whole track is laid out, basically. Yes. And so, he says at one point in the first episode, they have two weeks to do it. And the exact line, and this is the only time they hint at this, is that the train Silver Lady has to start on day three in order to make it to Inverness before they have to take down the track. Yeah. So that's all they... I wish they had spent more time on the actual logistics. Like, I want to know everything about the permitting. Yep. Because they do go over... Like, they build a bridge over an actual canal where actual boats go. And don't worry, because we're going to go back to those same locks next week. Why do we spend so much time at this one canal? Like, how does that work? The timing is weird because uh, we spend a lot of time with the special build team that are often, like, miles ahead. So it feels like we're in the same place for a long time, and we are, but it's because the special build team spends a lot of time there. And then, like, three episodes later, the train actually has to go to that place. Oh, okay. So this is me just not understanding time. I think, yes. Okay. I gotcha. And the locks are big. Anyway. They, yes, I was like, how much do you think the lock operators hated this production? So because it like, much. they there's multiple points where Dick is like, we have to go to the lock operators. Yeah, <laughs> we have to shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> that other yeah. works. Um, anyway, um, so there's this looming timeline. It only just occurred to me now that someone has to go back and take down all this track, which is truly horrifying. Yeah. But, so Dick Strawbridge, like, he gets up in front of his whole crew and he goes listen we gotta we're not making enough time we're not gonna make it there in time like we gotta start doing longer days you're gonna work days and nights and you know what i know one thing we're going to fucking inverness (laughs) he's holding like a pottery coffee mug it's probably tea but he's like we're going to fucking inverness It's like, <laughs> like he's like cheersing the crowd with his mug in front of his map. Yep. And like it's just a vibe we are not used to seeing from PBS no. Dick Strawbridge. And it's like, uh, wow. And then he has like a second iteration of this further. Yeah, down. the next episode. Yeah. Um, it's literally the next episode. 
he pulls up the map again and he it's the same spiel he's like the train is here and we're supposed to be here and Inverness is here so we're (laughs) going back to early mornings and we're going back to late nights and we're gonna have the teams out and it's we gotta keep the engine going 16 hours a day because we have to get to Inverness he doesn't swear the second time but I wish he did we're going to fucking Inverness It's just incredible. <laughs> and like, I think this show is just another thing that's happened to us with our new spirit of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know how we would have reacted to this in a different climate. I, there's definitely there's definitely a time in our lives. I've been thinking a lot recently about how we've reacted to old content, like old episodes we've recorded. And there's definitely a time in our lives when we would have watched this and been like, this is insane. This is absurd. But like it has its own inherent joy. And it's it's all in the framing, though. Like, yeah, that's part of it. It's like this, you know, we like TV for nice people, despite our. Yes. <laughs> despite, despite who, who we, we are. Despite who we are, we're actually nice deep down inside. Mm-hmm. And the show gets that. It does. And it's funny too because it the show simultaneously doesn't take all of it too seriously like but it also embraces its own sense of urgency so it's like yeah. balancing both of these things where it's like realistically getting a model train to Inverness doesn't actually matter yeah no one cares about this record Dick right. Strawbridge has decided to do right but the show is handing it to you like this group of people thinks this is important yeah so this is now important. Yeah. But then it's also like, but like, look at everything they're dealing with. Right. It's kind of funny too, right? But it's important, but it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like, spoiler alert, they go to fucking Inverness. <gasps> I haven't finished yet, but I'm like so excited. It's like definitely worth it. There's definitely a lot of like grown men crying. Aww. It's... It's delightful. There's this one part where the train is going along the side of a highway. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when it's like the nerdy little kids team. And yeah. he's like so stressed because his <laughs> team is on the side of like a major road. And like these big trucks keep going by and he keeps making surprised faces at the camera. Yeah. And he's just like high key stressed about his team getting hit by cars. But anyway, they're like running the track along the sidewalk and there's multiple B-roll shots of just like crowds of like 40 or 50 people walking alongside the train operators with like their (laughs) It's so funny. Or there's like a couple of different times there's like these old people just like sitting out on a bench and they're like, we heard the trains coming through so we've just been hanging out waiting. It's like, oh, you poor souls. <laughs> and so everybody funny. like has a nice wave and they all laugh about it. It's, it's so, so lovely. Good. Like I just kept thinking like I would love to just happen upon that. Like imagine you're like I'm going for a walk today and you get yeah. out to the woods and then there's just like a production team and it's... 15 like really frazzled people <laughs> laying little plastic tracks and you're like whoa what is going on here and someone's like oh we're filming a show about a model railroad and it's like <laughs> what I have questions. <laughs> That's like the approach this show takes. It's just like a, I have so many questions. I love it. I love it so much. It was like 
I was prepared to like have a fun time, but it was way better than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be super boring because I've watched like niche interest shows before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there is a version of the show that is boring because there is a version of it that's like too uh, documentary. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something that like the editing team did to capture the magic of each of the individuals involved. Yeah. Like, they don't do a ton of exploiting trauma, but there are a few, like, really emotional talking heads, and Mm -hmm. then there's, like, just a lot of really funny moments, and they, like, take time to show a lot of camaraderie between Mm -hmm. the people, and they, like, make it really personal. A couple of those people are, like, talking about how they don't make friends easily, and they don't have a lot of friends, I'm like, oh... There's the one, the the Jamie Tart who talks about his daddy issues and his kids get to come and visit. Yeah. <clears throat> and he talks about how, like, being into model trains and doing this is so important to him because he, like, wants to be able to talk about his feelings and, like, raise his children to, mm-hmm. like, be well-adjusted people. And, like, mm-hmm. this is his way of being able to do that. Yeah. It's all, it's just, like, so pure. It's so pure. Yeah. So what we're saying is, like, find yourself a way to watch this show it's not easy to watch it's really there's a lot of like internet stuff about it like there's a ton of hashtags and in my searching i found a bunch of youtube videos that are like twitch streamers watching this show Mm -hmm. so you can't watch the show itself but you can watch these twitch streamers watching it um yeah there's a lot of that cbc in canada yeah so if you're canadian like this is your time or if you can pretend to be canadian yeah, if you have, like, a good Canadian VPN somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming it's available in England somewhere, but I couldn't get yes. it. So. It's hard to find the trains, but they're out there, guys. They're out there. And it's incredible. Also, shout yeah. out to Dick Strawbridge converting every single thing about the train to scale so that we can feel like it's impressive. <laughs> like, oh, every yes. four seconds, he's like, if this were to scale, it would be 100 kilometers. And it's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. You did math. He just wishes he had, like, the back of an old door to write some diagrams on. I know. It's his favorite. His favorite game. Um, if anyone would like to send us some train diagrams, trains, where trains, 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 Ooh. trains, um, you can... <laughs> we don't usually do this order, but now it's happening. I know, now it's happening. Um, so you can send us trains over at, oh my God, I, we really don't do this. Um, you can, no. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at hate watch with us. That's a great place yep. to send us links to train content. Um, you can send us information to our email address, which is hate watch with us at gmail.com. We also have a website where you can see back episodes and use the contact us form. And that's hate watch with us.com. And that's all of them, isn't it? Oh, rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or all of the other places that have rate and review features because our Mm -hmm. podcast is on those other platforms, too. And tell us in your review the hottest and tallest train you've ever seen. Ooh. Yeah. On YouTube or in real life? Either. There's a wide range of train experiences, I would think. That's fair. I think for my part... Maybe there's got to be a train specific analog to hot and ho- hot and tall, and I think somehow long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no. 
we, to be clear, we are not performing a ham analysis on any traits. None. 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 That's not what we're doing here. No. Um, but I think there's something in, like, the steam engine thing. Like, I think the more steam engine-y a train is, that's mm. the tall quotient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, so anyway. Like, and how historical. Yeah. Something about. Some, there's something in there with the engine type. There. So, yeah. If, speed. if you have thoughts or feelings about the train-specific relative attractive not that's the wrong word um quality rating of specific Mm. trains leave that for us with a five-star review yes please on the platforms and if people are really fucking sick of our train shit where can they go for more more (laughs) podcasts presumably for content not about trains though we actually don't know if any of our friends at thought bubble audio like trains they may they might like trains we might need to poll and see if they're train enthusiasts. Yeah. Or you could ask them yourself. That's true. Um, you can find them over at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com, or just search Thought Bubble Audio and you'll find all of their shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tell them about trains. Tell them about hot and tall. Like, there's a lot of things we could do to, like, bring cyberbully them into all of that level <laughs> audio yes <laughs> they did um on beer week beer with, ooh, beer with the wow just do a ted lasso they did episode inspired by our two ted lasso episodes so like we're permeating the culture is what yes we're saying. that's what we're doing trains are next guys. trains are next <laughs> so i've been I've been introducing trains slowly to various different like group chats I'm in. And <laughs> I've just been like dropping it in like I know it sounds funny, but like I've been watching this while I'm working. Enjoy this fucking train. <laughs> and people are watching them. It's like one of my greatest victories is that like there are people who are trusting me enough to watch Cab View. That's how you get people. That's how you get them. Wow. Okay. So we love infrastructure. We love infrastructure. would like to tell you that we're going to talk about something but trains next week but we're not we're definitely going to talk about more trains we're talking about coastal railways with julie walters it's going to slap harder than anything we've watched and so guys i literally have not seen kelsey this enthusiastic in person in like such a long fucking time she sent me a series of slack messages the other night and i was like i love you so much right now like this is i am so excited oh my god i'm i'm just so happy like I I won't spoil, but get yourself an Acorn seven day trial so you can watch this shit with us. It's gonna, it's be, gonna so be so good. good. Yeah. All right, and with that, I guess we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.